What's up everybody? It is Christmas season and I am excited. It is my favorite time of the year. And over the next five weeks, we're looking through Luke chapter one and two to read about the birth of Christ and all of the events leading up to that that make this so miraculous and so grand. Our goal is that coming out of this, we would see that baby born in the manger so much bigger. We would see the bigger plan in brand new ways, giving God all of the glory for the way he wrote his story. Today, we're going to be looking in Luke chapter 1. We're going to read verses 5 through 25. So if you have your Bibles, uh, grab them, open it up, and we'll read this together. If not, the words will be on the screen for you. Let's start in, in verse 5. It says, In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. That's important right there. It's making a clear distinction. Elizabeth wasn't barren because of some sin. They were righteous before God, and it was part of God's providential plan uh, what is about to take place. In verse 8, Now while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And you must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be filled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple. And he kept making signs to them and remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me, to take away my reproach among people. Here we see uh, the Lord ascending Gabriel, an angel, uh, to speak directly to Zechariah in the temple. And when Zechariah is encountered by Gabriel, he hears this great news. 
the news of this a prayer he's been crying out, uh, being fulfilled, the promise of a son. But Zechariah isn't filled with this joy. He doubts. He asks Gabriel and says, okay, can you prove this to me? Like, how am I going to know this? He's asking for a sign. He doubts the power of God. And Gabriel responds by just saying, I'm an angel of the Lord talking to you right now. We are standing in the presence of the temple. I mean, if we take a step back and think about this, there's not many options here, right? Either Zechariah is thinking the angel is just lying to him, or for some bizarre reason, he might think it's it's a demon or, or the devil himself, but that doesn't make sense because demons wouldn't dare enter the presence of the Lord. They hear his name and they run and flee. So Zechariah hears straight from an angel of the Lord, of whom he is afraid, of whom he knows has power, and he doesn't believe. He doubts. But the angel extends grace and just uh, causing him to be mute and saying that, hey, you'll be able to speak again when all of these promises are fulfilled and they will be fulfilled in their time. And that fulfillment of the promise comes through John the Baptist, the one who was set aside for the service of the Lord before he was even conceived. He's set aside uh, with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. That is unlike uh, anything else we see in Scripture. This is uncommon. John the Baptist is not just some random kid. He is set aside even before being in his mother's womb, and he's been given a very specific purpose, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. John the Baptist came to prepare the way for the Messiah who is yet to come. And that's what we're going to be reading more about over the next few weeks. So I got one question for you to think about this week. Are you prepared? Are you ready for the Lord to come? Are you ready to worship the Messiah, the one born in a manger who came to be a savior of the world? Are you ready to worship our King? 